trying to read Howard Tolman's mind these days. He is with us every Tuesday. He's one of the T's. We have Tom Skilling, Terry Savage, and Howard Tolman. Howard is uh, an educator, a venture capitalist, a serial entrepreneur, uh, a Chicagoan, and writes an article for Inc.com. And I read your article, and I'm like, Howard, Howard's mad. <laughs> Howard is <laughs> is upset today. And, well, when you wrote it, obviously, and and then I just got the other piece you sent, and and I I see that you are obviously, and you've been frustrated with the city that you love so much. So where do you yeah, want to start? Well, well, look, I the the ink article is is really interesting to me, and it, it wasn't that I was mad. It's just that I feel like in so many parts of our lives these days, it's it's a a one-sided battle. We've got people that are trying to do the right thing just in every part of our lives. And then we have people that are just in it for the show or just for making outrage or just getting in the way and throwing sand in the gears. And And this particular thing arose because I've got a bunch of companies that are startups and, you know, have, have been growth companies and gone through some very difficult times with COVID. And part of the problem was they were trying to do it the right way, and they were competing with people that just weren't, that just uh, literally were doing it with cheaper parts or with offshore labor or with the wrong ingredients. And, you know, there's only so much that you can say to a customer that, that doesn't convert from complaining to whining. And yet, yet, you know, at the same time, you, you, you know, it's hard to say, what do, what do you tell somebody when they say, look, this person is actually risking the health of other people. And, you know, we've had these problems in the past, the Theranos things and stuff like that, where eventually the truth comes out. But the whole point was when you're competing with people that aren't playing fairly or aren't being honest, um, you know, how do you handle that? Uh, you know, obviously you don't sink to their level, but you try to do it in a way that convinces the client or the customer that you're as much looking out for them as you are for yourself and for your own business. And that was really the the bottom line of that story. Okay. Uh, that story is posted on Inc.com. Hang with me, Howard. We got you on a little early today because I had several okay. questions about that and what you just sent me. Right now, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Howard Tolman joins us every Tuesday. We usually talk about his article on Inc.com, and we briefly, briefly just did that. And Howard is, uh, you know, he's a venture capitalist. He's he's a Chicago guy. He's an educator. You name it, Howard has done it. I've always dubbed him as the most interesting person I know in the city of Chicago. And there was a lot of talk that there was a big change coming. It was reported on cranes. Bloomberg talked about it, and that is uh, Guggenheim moving from Chicago to Miami. Now, is that happening? The CEO or the co-president said, no, they don't have plans. But Howard, you're on the inside of all of this. And so you wrote an op-ed that just got posted on Cranes. Tell us what's going on and um, what what you think is really happening, because you, you've got your finger on it. Well, I, look, I don't want to make Guggenheim the good guy or the bad guy as much as the article was about the fact that the city better wake up because after you have Citadel leave, after Guggenheim is making some changes, I mean, we have to stop the people voting with their feet and the people that are leaving the city, whether it's for crime, whether it's for cost, whether it's for taxes, uh, whatever the reasons are, because 
when you hollow out the city, you hollow out the economic engines uh, uh, that are thriving and that are driving everything. The, the situation with Guggenheim is a little complicated. They they never had a major executive presence here. They're very much like these consulting firms that have people always on the road and spread out all over. But they do they did have and they do have a pretty substantial back office, and that's not going anywhere. So that's the good news that. They'll still be working here. But when you lose, you know, the executives, you lose a different thing. And, and this is really what's costly. When when we lose a Citadel or we lose a Guggenheim or some of these big corporations, you know, what I, what I don't think the new mayor understands is it's not a, a dollars and cents in the revenue sense only. It's not even a headcount thing. Uh, when you scare those people off, you lose their support for charitable activities, for philanthropic activities, uh, all of those kinds of things. I mean, these are the organizations that have the wherewithal to literally fund the kinds of programs that he says are missing in parts of the city. And so, you know, we need to be bending over backwards to make it a place that's hospitable rather than hostile to them, talking about head taxes and commuter taxes and these things it's crazy i mean the city the city needs to do everything it possibly can to bring more people here and to encourage everybody who's here to stay and we're just not doing it we just aren't doing it now maybe when he gets in there and gets rid of some of these crazy campaign promises and threats that he made he'll calm down but for the moment uh, you know, people are basically saying they don't have a lot of confidence and they don't plan to stick around. Why Why does Ken Griffin, you know, move and shun Chicago, but still want to be financially invested in our elections? Well, I, look, I, th- I think that that's, a, that's an interim kind of thing. I think that um, he may want to do it for one more cycle. Uh, but then these people are going to disappear. I mean, their interests are going to focus elsewhere. Uh, you know, their governance concerns are going to focus elsewhere. So um, I, I expect that, uh, you know, they'll move on to different places. Look, one of the interesting things is I don't think that Illinois is going to be a battleground state for the 2024 election. So I suspect that because of that, uh, his attention and the attention of all kinds of People like him on both sides, by the way. I mean, a guy like Fred Eichner on the Democratic side, uh, major you know Democratic donors, they're going to put their money into PACs and their and into investments where they can hope to swing uh, you know either the governorship or the representation in Congress uh, in some of these states, and frankly, swing the presidential electoral politics in 2024. What do your people tell you about the Democratic National Convention being held here? Well, I think that uh, we're lucky that the craziness that we had that uh, over those couple of days uh, happened after they made the announcement, because I honestly think they might have rethought whether they wanted to be uh, spending a week uh, of having their featured convention in the city where the kids were rampaging over the weekends and where they were running around like, uh, you know, creating all kinds of mischief and burning buses and, you know, torching police cars. I don't think that's a good look for anybody's convention. So I think that, uh, you know, they're in it and hopefully they'll have a strategy or a plan to control some of those kinds of problems. But, uh, you know, I suspect I, I literally had a couple of people say that they had just signed real estate leases 
And had they known uh, that uh, the election for mayor was going to go the way it went, that they probably would not have signed those leases. Interesting. You can go to Tolman.com. That's T-U-L-L-M-A-N.com. His op-ed piece we just talked about is posted on Cranes. And as always, Howard, we appreciate your perspective and the fact that you join us. Thank you, and good talking to you, Lise. Howard Tolman on 720 WGN, sponsored by CareerVision.org. A lot of questions coming in about farming and dust storms shutting down I-55 again and finger pointing going on. We'll talk to Tom Skilling about what happened yesterday. Has it happened in the past? Should you be pointing fingers? That comes up after Steve's news, uh, a bit after Steve's news, because that is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. And Tom Skilling joins us at 337. So thank you for listening.